I was once asked, how do you know God is real? That drew me up short, to be honest with you. I mean, I had to stop and think about it. How did I know God was real? Well, that is what we're going to explore here in episode number four. Now, my name is Charles, and this is the Simple Not Shallow podcast, a podcast for those who want a deeper faith, not a confusing one. And that is what our name is all about, keeping faith in Christ simple. Well, simple enough that a child like me can understand it, and yet not so shallow that when the storms of life hit, our faith is forced to run aground. For we want our faith to be like a very good cup of coffee. Simple, strong, full of flavor, and richly satisfying. Just like this cup of French roast I'm happen to be enjoying right now. Very richly satisfying, if I do say so myself. <laughs> so here we go. Now it has often been observed that science cannot prove that there is a God. Now, it is also true that it cannot disprove that there is a God. In fact, science can do nothing in establishing the reality or the non-existence of God. But that is a topic for another episode. And I only mention it here because, well, as I was thinking on this topic, I began to wonder, was I looking for physical or scientific proofs, you know, such as those given for the existence of gravity and how it affects the things on this planet, or for the earth being a big blue ball rotating around the sun? Or is proof for a relational God better found in terms that are non-physical, that are non-scientific? That is, should proof for the relational be sought in terms that are relational. So, where did I go in looking for these proofs? Well, the very first place that I went looking for proof was in my Bible. And the very first passage that I found was in John chapter 8, which says, If you remain in my word, then you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So, if we continue in his word, that is reading it, pondering it, mulling it over, thinking about it, and then acting on what we learn there, then we are truly his disciples and we will know the truth. Now, at first glance, this may look like a rather circular argument, meaning that we are trying to make our belief the proof. It's like we're saying that we prove God to be real, because we believe him to be real, which is truly no proof at all. And yet, a closer look into what the Bible is actually saying shows us that this is not what is being said. See, Jesus says, and just a few chapters later, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, then you will be my disciples, which so far is tracking with John chapter 8, right? But Jesus continues to speak here. He says, Remain then in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. And this is my commandment to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you. 
Now, did you notice how Jesus opened this remaining in his word up to include loving others? See, knowing how to love, well, knowing love is part of knowing the truth. And nothing takes us out of the realm of mere physical proofs quicker than loving others. And nothing lands us right smack dab in the middle of relational proofs quicker than loving others. And it is at this point that things begin to get interesting. In 1 John, it says, This is how we know that we know him, if we keep his commands. Which opens up a very interesting thought. If we know him, well then by default, we know him to be real. And, as we saw above, this does involve loving him and other people. For, we are told, one who says, I know him, and doesn't keep his commandments? Well, that person is a liar, and the truth isn't in him at all. But, God's love has most certainly been perfected in whoever keeps his word. And this is how we know that we are in him. Is that not fascinating? And Paul emphasizes this when he prays that he, meaning God, would grant that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be strengthened to comprehend with all the saints and to know Christ's love which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God, grounded in love in order to comprehend and know the fullness of God. What a simple and yet thoroughly not shallow thought this leads to. To love is to know. So back to our original question. How do you know God is real? Well, my first answer now would be, I know that God is real because my love continues to grow. Now, not just my love for him, mind you, for as we discovered over the past couple of episodes, our love for him must include our love for other people. So, I know God is real, Well, not only because my love for him grows, but also because my love and compassion for the unlovable is growing. See, the more I am able to care for those that, well, by all natural standards and desires, I should utterly despise, the more this relational God is proven to be real. See, in the book of John, Jesus himself even says that this is how others will know that he is real, and that we are authentically followers of him, if you have love one for another. See, not if we have religious knowledge, not if we have a vast store of memorized scripture to pull up at any given moment, not if we have a very holy sound in our voice. Okay, you know, not real sure that sounded very holy, but you get the idea, right? (laughs) Good. It's not if we put Christ or Jesus repeatedly and frequently in all of our music. It's not if we have a thoroughly highlighted and note-filled Bible or, well, anything else. It is by his love and only by his love. See, it is his love which flows through us and is both returned to him and passed on to others. That we love others as he does is the proof that he is real. Now, there is much more that could be said upon this topic, 
much, 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 much more. And yes, there are non-relational things such as deductions that can be made from facts, arguments that can be made from logic. There is the complexity that is found in the human cell. There is the fine-tuning of the universe for life and so much more, which all supports the existence of God. And it is not my purpose or intent to downplay or disrespect any of this information. See, these things are very important to know, and they're very important to talk about. And yet, I have never found one of these things that is as effective in proving the reality of God as that simple statement made by Jesus, God himself, in John chapter 13. See, his love is the simplest and most profound proof that anyone can have, know, or offer to others. So in light of all this, love simply, love wisely, love well, and know that God is real. Well, what do you think? I'd love to hear from you. So please go to simplenotshallow.com and under the Simple Not Shallow podcast section, find this episode, number four, and leave me a comment there. Also in the show notes, I will post a transcript of this podcast and there I will list all the verses that I referenced at the location that I referenced them. That way you can check me out. Make sure I'm not making any of this up. Also, Please take a second and rate this episode and subscribe to this podcast through the podcast service of your choice. You know, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, whichever you prefer. And thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'll catch you next time.